What's the Lakers one legit shot to pull off this monster trade that will bring them Anthony Davis, an all NBA performer, a guy who's averaging 29 points, 13 rebounds, four assists, just under three blocks and almost two steals per game. A player who leads the NBA in PER and ranks third in win shares. That kind of player, a transcendent player. For the Lakers to pull that off, Magic Johnson has to offer everybody and everything not named LeBron James. It's the cipher. So with the Super Bowl less than a week away, the biggest talk, the biggest breaking news in sports is coming from the NBA. And to me, it's not really breaking news. Anthony Davis and his agent, Rich Paul from Clutch Sports, made it official. They won't re-sign it. They will not sign an extension with the Pelicans. Davis wants to be traded. And the reaction from the Internet, from NBA fans all over, as well as members of the media, is all types of crazy speculation. And that's all you're really left with is speculation and what-if trade scenarios. Of course, the Lakers want Anthony Davis, along with the rest of the NBA. And a lot of the reactions from the Facebook fam and the YouTube fam was crazy, but not unexpected. Dash said, I don't see this as breaking news at all, but if the Lakers get AD, that would be breaking news. Because if I'm the Pelicans, he's not changing jerseys. Not at all. He's staying with us at least until the summer. And I agree with Dash's thought. Why would the Pelicans be in a rush to move Anthony Davis, a player who signed through the summer? He signed through next season. The reality is they're obligated to make the best deal for the franchise. Him letting them know he has no intentions of resigning While that's cool, they're not obligated to help him out and clear him a path to the Lakers or any other team he may want to play for. Most people have speculated it's a lock. He's going to the Lakers. While others have taken a little bit more of a a, a slow, more of a methodical approach. And and that's where I'm at. I'm not going to even say methodical. I'm just going to say I don't live in Narnia. I keep it 100 and I'm going to stay in reality. And the reality is unless Magic Johnson offers everything, and that means everything outside of LeBron James, the Lakers have no shot to get Anthony Davis before the trade deadline. And here's something else, Laker fans and NBA fans in general. I believe If the Lakers are unable to pull off this deal and get AD now before the trade deadline, they're going to have an empty summer. I don't see any big name franchise caliber player joining the Lakers in the offseason. They need this deal. They need this deal for their present as well as their future. Rico. You know what? What's the hurry? He's under contract for next season as well as the as the season after. 
because LeBron wants this done, the Pelicans should be in a rush. If I'm Pelicans management, I'm not in the business of helping LeBron out. I agree 100%. Again, you have to get the best deal for your franchise. Minor, he thinks LeBron and Rich Paul will get their way, and by the trade deadline, Anthony Davis will be a member of the Lakers. Pat Rush, I don't think there's a chance in hell LeBron ends up on the Lakers. I'm not going to go that far. Like I said, Pelicans management said they want an overwhelming offer. I think an overwhelming offer is not to sit there and say, well, you can have Brandon Ingram and Lonzo Ball and Zubach and Josh Hart. An overwhelming offer? You can have all our young players and our first round picks and an expiring contract. That's an overwhelming offer. If you want an all NBA performer, if you want a top three player like Anthony Davis, a franchise player, you're, go- you're not going to try to shortchange them. If anything, you have to offer something that's lopsided to where people think you're giving up too much. But in my opinion, when you're talking about that level of player, you can't give up too much. Magic Johnson is on the clock. And if he lowballs with his initial offer, it's a wrap. And really, even if he gives them everything they ask for, the Pelicans are not obligated to make that deal. That's something most fans need to consider. If I'm the, if I'm the Pelicans, we taking this all the way to the summer. AD is going to be a member of the, the, the Pelicans going into this offseason. And then into the offseason, we'll start listening to offers. And you will get better offers. Tony thinks, don't swap Ingram or Kuzma for AD. Tony, I'm going to let you know right now. If one, matter of fact, if both of them are not part of any deal, there's no deal. Aaron Harris believes if Magic low balls, it won't happen, which is exactly what I said. Fred J says you can't give up Kuzma. You can if you want AD. Double D says Mark Jackson should coach the Lakers. I don't even know where that's coming from. Seth said tampering anybody. I've heard those rumors. Let's keep it moving. Jason says it feels like the media is trying to will LeBron, uh, will AD to the Lakers. Sure, a lot of members of the media are saying I think he's going to be in the Lakers. I think Rich Paul and AD have the leverage. They have the leverage from the standpoint that they can say we're not going to resign with anybody other than the Lakers, and that will depress the market. But even if you go that route. The Pelicans are still obligated to make whatever deal they see fit. And they don't have to make any deals this season. Jason says, Lakers will have Davis and Kawhi when it's all said and done. I'm not so sure about that. Mika says, the fix is in. AD will be a Laker by the trade deadline. Big Mike says, all this hype and AD isn't going anywhere this season. I'm with you. Richie Rich says, if Magic can't make this happen, the LeBron years will be pretty empty, title-wise. Agreed. Cliff says, even if AD goes to the Lakers, 
Nobody's beating Golden State. I'll say this. AD going to the Lakers, if it happened, it would make the Lakers a legit conference finals contender. I don't think the Lakers could beat the Warriors in a series. But I do think there are teams that can beat Golden State in a series. They're just not in the Western Conference. Les says, are LeBron and AD even a fit skill set wise? Which is a great question. When you think about the players LeBron's played with, he's had a dominant wing player. He's had Wade and he's had Kyrie. Yes, he's had 6'10", 6'11", players who were similar but not nearly as talented as AD. And what did he do with them? Bosch and um, Kevin Love both basically became third options. Now, they're not as talented as Anthony Davis, who's legit number one um, option. But if you're playing with LeBron, you're number two. So I I don't know how that's going to work because AD can step outside. He can post. He's similar, but a much better version of Bosch and Kevin Love. But that's something to think about fit. Shannon Sharp won't sleep until after the tread do- deadline, says Vicky. <laughs> Agreed. I think Shannon Sharp, Nick Wright, and Skip Bayless and Rob Parker will lose sleep for different reasons. Look, this is the silly season in the NBA. When you get around to the trade deadline, you start hearing crazy, insane rumors. But because Rich Paul and AD wanted to make this announcement ahead of the trade, even long before, they wanted to get this out there to get the ball rolling. This might be a little different, but I'm not so sure the results won't be a big flat nothing. It's no it's no secret that AD doesn't want to resign. I, like I said, I thought that was a known thing as soon as he brought in Rich Paul to represent him. The Lakers' interest in AD isn't breaking news to anybody. That fo- Anybody that follows the NBA closely knows that once he signed with Rich Paul and Clutch Sports, these rumors, these trade rumors would blow up. And after some months, what happened? AD and Rich Paul finally told the Pelicans they're not going to sign that extension, which, of course, now the Internet and the media, it's on fire. We, we, we know that this is where we're at now. And speculation is all over the map. And it's easy to connect the dots, right? When you consider that both LeBron and AD are represented by Clutch Sports, Rich Paul, close friend of LeBron James. There's no doubt Magic and Rob Palenka will try everything in their power to put together a big enough package to make a real deal possible, which would be anybody. Like I said, it's got to be anybody. You have to go all in if you're Lakers management and you want this to happen. And I've listened to all the arguments that the Lakers would be giving up too much with any package that included Kuzma Ingram. And I disagree with that thought process. A hundred percent. Kuzma's a very good score when he's on the move or he's able to catch and shoot while Ingram has a more of a mid range game that doesn't really fit with LeBron's skill set. Both are still developing, but as I said before, I don't see a star or an all-star. In big picture, AD's a top five, maybe even top three player who's only 25. When you've got the opportunity to get a top five player for your franchise, 
you should go all in. Players, picks, cash, lottery tickets, all in is all in. But here's the thing. There's two sides to this. And if I'm the Pelicans, like I said before, why would I be in a rush to trade a legit franchise player who's under contract through next season? And if at some point down the line, Pelicans management decide to move Davis, it'll be for the, the best deal that benefits their franchise. And while the Lakers can put together an impressive package, I think the Celtics have a lot more tradable assets along with picks that no other team can match. And unless AD and his agent shout it to the rooftops that they won't resign with any team other than the Lakers, the smart move for New Orleans would be to wait for the summer and see what type of offer Danny Ainge is willing to put together. Remember, the Celtics this offseason, they might very well have four first-round picks in 2019. Remember, they own the Kings pick, and they get that pick unless it's number one. If it's number one, that pick actually goes to Philly, and then the Celtics and Philly would actually swap picks. They've got the Clippers pick. That's lottery protected. And if the Clippers fall into the lottery, again, another top eight pick for the Celtics. My point is, Danny Ainge, while he wants Anthony Davis, He's holding a lot of cards. There's an obvious sense of urgency from the Lakers. And on the flip side of that, Danny Ainge, while he wants Anthony Davis, he doesn't seem to be in a rush. There's a real chance, and I'm dead serious. I've said this before. There's a real chance that if they can't pull this off, the Lakers will have an empty free agency. And if they have the empty free agency, What's the path forward with an agent LeBron James? Last week, I asked the question, does Magic Johnson have a legit case to be called the GOAT? Kat says Magic was a finals MVP as a rookie. Jordan, LeBron, and Kareem can't say that. Lynn says Magic could easily be considered the GOAT. Omar says 42 points, 15 rebounds, 7 assists, started at center, outplayed Doc in the finals when Doc was still Doc. Enough said. Vinny D says, the great ones seize the moments, and Magic did that time and time again. True, True Gun says, I know Jordan was nice, but the guy was called Magic for a reason. Bama says, Magic made basketball fun to watch for everybody. Facts. Chance says Jordan was better at one-on-one, but Magic was just a great leader, something Jordan never was. Pat says even with his career cut short, nine finals in 12 seasons is pretty amazing, and he did that by age 31. Pat, agree. Mason, I've always thought Magic was the GOAT. Edward, Magic is the GOAT, period. Rafi, his leadership was unmatched. Magic made everybody on the court better. Denny, Jordan is a a viable rival to Magic because he didn't start winning until all the greats from the 80s retired or were past their prime. Excuse me. I'll say this, Denny. That's an interesting take. I don't really agree with that 100% because while some of those greats from the 80s did get older, they were replaced by greats going into the 90s. 
Brad, come on, guys. LeBron is better than Magic in every aspect of basketball, and it's not close. Tone, Magic has a case, but Jordan, Kareem, and LeBron have better cases. Young Guns, Magic is an all-time great, but he's not the GOAT. Chris Lee, love Magic, but I'd take Bird, LeBron, and Jordan over him. Maddie, Magic never had a losing season, ever, not in high school, college, or in the NBA. GOAT. Philly, of course Magic has a case for the GOAT. He and Bird saved the NBA, plus the five titles, the three finals MVPs, and nine trips to the finals. Jersey, I've got Kareem as the GOAT, then Jordan and Magic. King says, nah, son, Magic can't be the GOAT. He spent most of his career on a stack squad. Hey, YouTube fam, Facebook fam, I do appreciate you. Good looking out for the anchor squad. I love your responses. This is when it's fun. We don't have to agree on everything to have a good conversation. Thanks for sharing. One more thing, though. When I think of Magic Johnson, I don't see him as maybe the greatest individual talent. But the combination of his basketball IQ, his leadership and how he improved upon his overall skill set year after year and his drive. He's one of the goats. He might not be the goat, but Magic is absolutely one of the NBA's iconic players. Before I get out of here, everybody, just remember, fam, you get the NBA trade deadline coming up on February the 7th. You know, it's the silly season. You're going to hear a lot of crazy rumors and some things are not even rumors. They're things you already know. They're just common sense. So when you hear someone say Clay Thompson might be interested going this place or that place, if the Warriors don't offer him the max, that's just common sense. Of course, the Warriors would offer Clay the max. Let's not be crazy. What I will say is a player to to consider when you start thinking about rumors or even crazy rumors. And I don't think this is that crazy. I don't believe Kyrie Irving will resign with the Celtics. But remember, if you've listened to some of the earlier episodes, you also know I never thought Danny Ainge had any intentions of signing Kyrie Irving to a two hundred million dollar max extension. Not with his injury history. Durability has always been an issue. He's a terrific player. But Kyrie is in and out of the lineups. He's been like that throughout his career. He's a terrific player. You want him on your squad, but for $200 million, Danny Ainge, I just don't think that's in his DNA. So there might be a surprise move. Remember, if they wait to the summer, Kyrie can just bounce. The Celtics would be at his mercy. They could they could come to him and maybe try to get him to agree to a sign and trade. But he doesn't have to. He's not obligated to do anything once the summer hits. So and I'm not putting it out there that he's leaving. What I am saying is my gut feeling is this is Kyrie's last year as a member of the Boston Celtics. Good looking out, YouTube, Facebook fam, all you guys out there on Twitter as well as the anchor support team, it's the Cypher. Next time.